Hey, it's Callie, and you're listening to the 52nd episode of the Hippie Haven podcast. If you're new here, I release an episode every Wednesday related to living an ethical and eco-friendly lifestyle. I want to meet you where you're at, so we cover every different topic imaginable, from how to make less trash, composting, small space gardening, urban beekeeping, secondhand shopping, starting an eco-business, and so, so, so much more. My goal is to inspire you to take action, both in your day-to-day routine and on a larger scale of community activism, because I believe that together we will make a difference. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you automatically get each new episode right when it comes out. Today's episode is a replay of a recent interview I did with Polly Barks for her 2019 Zero Waste Beyond the Bag Summit about grassroots activism and how to make a difference in your community. Grab something to take notes with because you'll be walking away today with multiple action steps. As always, you can find the show notes and transcript for this episode on the website hippiehavenpodcast.com forward slash 052. Today's episode is brought to you by the Lemonade Boutique, a women's clothing with a cause store. Every item is ethically made by women overcoming extreme challenges, such as sex trafficking, abuse, addiction, and more. At the Lemonade Boutique, you can help these women take life's lemons and make lemonade. Shop online at www.thelemonadeboutique.com, and listeners of the Hippie Haven podcast can save 10% off your order by using the code HHP at checkout. As always, thank you for supporting our partners and helping us keep the mic on. Hi, everybody. Welcome back, or welcome to the Beyond a Plastic Bag virtual summit. This is grassroots activism, making an impact in your community with Callie. Uh, She is the founder of Bestowed Essentials. I'm sure you all know about it, a popular online zero-waste shop and the first plastic-free home goods store in the state of South Dakota. Uh, She also hosts uh, the Hippie Haven podcast, which is a free weekly resource on sustainable living. She literally does it all. Uh, She also mentors aspiring eco-entrepreneurs as they start zero-waste businesses, hosts educational workshops, and speaks about zero waste all over the U.S. She does it all. Welcome. (laughs) Hi, thank you for having me. So excited about this. Um, I know a lot of people have expressed a lot of interest in getting started in activism, so I'm really excited for you to talk a little bit about it. So let's start maybe at the beginning. Can you talk a little bit about very basically what is grassroots activism? Yeah, so a grassroots movement is a movement that's using people as its basis. So using collective action at the local level to impact change, um, whether that is also at the local level or if it's regional, national, or even international change. So pretty much grassroots is, it's just using people, everyday regular citizens who are standing up and speaking out about the issues that they care about coming together to make a difference. Very cool. Yeah, I think that is a lot of what we're seeing now. you know, with people kind of recognizing maybe the powers that be are not quite where they need to be. Uh, So we're really going to the people and that's that's effective, Um, is exciting. So can you tell us a little bit about your own background? What sorts of grassroots activism have you been a part of? 
Yeah, for me, I think it started in high school. I was involved with um, an anti-bullying organization. Um, it's called the Hands and Words Project. It was started in my hometown of Salem, Oregon, and is now an internationally recognized initiative. Um, and we did a lot of really incredible work there with the, the Hands and Words Project. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that I was involved in in high school was getting a cyberbullying policy set into place in our school district. Um, and then more recently, I worked on the Stacey Abrams for Governor of Georgia campaign for a couple months. Um, that was ultimately, unfortunately, she did not win, but it definitely, you know, ignited a spark in Georgia. And it was historical turnout for Georgia voters um, going to the polls for the midterm election. And so really hopeful that we see that momentum moving forward in the upcoming 2020 um, election. You know, there's so many, when we talk about 2020, of course, a lot of people immediately jump to the fact that it's the presidential election, but there are so many elected officials being chosen next year. That's, you know, that's at your city level, your state level. It's not just the president to uh, be concerned about. It's plenty of other people. Um, and then just, you know, within the, sustain the sustainability realm, um, working on the local sustainability committee for the city that I'm in, and then also helping get some zero waste uh, community groups started up in both Rapid City and Salem, Oregon, to try to make a difference in whatever way possible, whatever way best fits the community, whether that's picking up trash or petitioning the city or whatever, you know, whenever something comes up, being a part of that. Yeah. That's that's amazing. And I think I love hearing about your experiences just because you've done so many different things. And I, I think maybe a lot of people have the concept of grassroots activism as very like maybe in the streets protesting or, you Which know, it very, can be for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But there are so many different, you know, policies we can work on. There's so many different avenues that there there's something for everyone. Uh, yeah. Just have to find it. So, okay, so we talk about grassroots activism, sure, all well and good, um, but why do you personally think that activism is such an important part of a sustainable lifestyle, or is it important to a sustainable lifestyle? Yes, 100%. I think it is a necessity. Um, I think, you know, the point of the summit is zero waste beyond the plastic bag. Um, because it's so important, not just what we do in our own homes and in our own daily lives, but how we're inspiring others, how we're working together to build the communities that we want to live in. As you mentioned earlier, you know, we, we can't rely on the powers that be to, um, to necessarily have our best interests in heart. Unfortunately, we see a lot of politicians and elected officials having their own best interests and their own financial interests at heart. And so I think it is incredibly important for we the people to stand up um, in whatever way is needed, whatever way that you yourself need or that your community needs, whatever you feel called to do. I know there can sometimes be a lot of overwhelm because it's like there's so many issues to care about. How do you yeah. pick just one thing? Um, and then, you know, you also start looking into how all of these different issues are all interconnected. And so it can feel very overwhelming, but I think it's important to pick the thing that that either impacts you the most or that you feel called to the most. And 
do the best you can. You know, we say that about trying to reduce your waste, do the best you can as often as you can. And it is important to be taking that again outside of your own home and outside of your own daily lives and doing what you can for your community because your community will then turn around and, and do what they can for you. And, and that's, you know, the, the ultimate goal with the zero waste movement is that circular living, mm-hmm. that sharing of resources and, and kind of going back to a community way of living like we used to have and have unfortunately moved away from as of late. Yeah, definitely. So, and this is purely philosophical, but maybe if you are looking to get started in doing some sort of activism, do you have a sense of whether, um, I don't know, maybe more effective if you're going local versus federal or does it not matter? I know this is, I don't think there's a correct answer. I'm just curious. You know, and there might have been a study done on this. I don't know off the top of my head. I think it it would really, yeah, you know, I don't think there is a, a correct answer to that because I think it's going to depend on the issue. I think it's going to depend on what local community resources or organizations are already existing versus national or international organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and what your skills are, what you have to offer and, and where you're needed. So I think it falls back to what's, you know, most important to you, what can, what skills do you have, what do you have to offer, and, and just trying to find the, wherever you can fit those in and wherever you can make that difference. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that skill is important. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about, well, I don't know that much about sustainability, so what can I do? But you can really slot in your skills into sustainability so you know if you're a grant writer you're great at talking on the phone you like to knock on random people's doors who likes that but you know there's always a skill that that can fit in (laughs) yeah there really is you know and it's totally going to depend on your community and what's there but i know a lot of nonprofits. they oftentimes need office help they need help with people answering the phones or alphabetizing files or putting stickers on envelopes so many different things there's plenty of organizations if you like working with your hands you like manual labor there's plenty of charities and nonprofits that need your help building stuff putting stuff together transporting stuff i mean whatever whatever you have to offer there is an organization that needs that yeah and it doesn't always have to be sexy sadly (laughs) no cool all right i love that um i think that's an amazing segue into let's talk about your action items so you have quite a list and i like this because it's giving us lots of opportunities so at the end of each of these all of our speakers are going to give us uh, one or several action items of things we can do right now today after we are inspired from this video. So what what do you got? What, sh- what do we need to be doing? Right now today. Okay. So well, I... <laughs> soon. Soon. <laughs> yes. Okay. So if you don't already have like a notepad out, whether that's a physical piece of paper or you're taking notes on your phone, I hope you have been throughout the summit because I'm sure everybody else has had amazing stuff. So I do have a list of multiple action items. Um, Some of them are things that you could research and get started on today. Some of them would be longer term things. But 
So sustainability, I assume, since people are watching this Zero Waste Beyond the Plastic Bag Summit, they're somewhat interested in sustainability topics. Yeah. So my first, we hope, you know, it's it's important. The planet's dying. So we maybe should do something about it. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so my first action step is to Google or Ecosia or Bing or whatever your choice is. I'm using it as a verb. Um research on the internet, your city's name plus council meeting, and to find out when the next city council meeting is, and if you can fit it into your schedule, try to attend it. Um, once you get to that city council meeting, you're going to find that there's multiple subcommittees for different things. And the reason that I'm starting off with city council is because, like as I said earlier, there's so many issues and it's so hard to pick just one to start out with and it can feel very overwhelming, especially if you're looking at that like top down. You know, if you're thinking about these huge federal national issues that need to be worked on, you're like, I don't even know where to get started. I can't do anything about it as one person. But if you start at the bottom and you start at your local city level or even smaller than that, you know, your neighborhood level mm-hmm. and work up from there, that's where you're going to be able to make the most difference. Starting in your community is huge. So find out what subcommittees they have. A lot of times city councils will have either a designated sustainability committee or maybe they have like a beautification where they're like picking up trash and planting um plants or something like that, those are good to get started in. Maybe they have a public health or parks and rec or something that you can get into. Again, whatever is interesting to you the most, you know, you want it to be something that you're passionate about so that you keep doing it and you don't get burnt out on it. Um, So getting involved at the local level. Um, Another action item that you could start with is doing a petition with either your city and or just a local grocery store chain to ban plastic bags. Now, some caveats to that are some states have banned bans, as you're well aware, (laughs) so that doesn't work for everybody. Um, And, you know, as this summit talks about, there's a lot more pressing issues to focus on than just plastic bags. And like, yeah, bringing your own reusable bags, encouraging other people, providing the opportunities is also really important. If that is something that you want to do, that you feel like that's a good small way to dip your dip your toes in, get your feet wet um, by starting a petition, because it is pretty easy to do. There's so many amazing online free websites to help you start a petition. Um, if you do go with like banning plastic bags, for example, I would also definitely recommend researching um, and and trying to provide a platform for helping make reusable bags more accessible to mm-hmm. people. Um, Cause we can't just ban something and just leave it at that. We need to make sure that people understand why plastic bags aren't great for the environment, what they can do instead that they can get access to plastic, to reusable bags. Um, next up is starting a local zero waste community group. I have found that to be really helpful for pretty much every step of your zero waste journey really and to help preventing burnout is to have local people around you that are on the same path that you can talk to that you can rant to that you can swap resources with it's so incredible to have that local community of of people who are interested in it especially if your friends and family and and close ones aren't necessarily into it the way that you are Mm -hmm. um 
Shameless plug, I do have an episode on the Hippie Haven podcast with uh, Stephanie Wall of Seattle Zero Waste, all about how to start a zero waste group. So that is a resource. I know that Polly also has a blog post about starting a zero waste group. And I believe that Celia Ristow of Litterless.com also talks about how to start. Yeah. (laughs) She also talks. Oh, there's a dog here. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, nice. Charlie, can you... (laughs) Okay, Charlie, go. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, no, he won't go. Okay. (laughs) Moving on and just ignore the dog. Oh, he's getting on the couch with me now, too. Okay. Um, Can you please go? Okay. Okay. Now, getting back onto the local level. And, again, we were talking earlier about how important it is, you know, to not just think with 2020 elections coming up, to not just think about it being the presidential election, but the other people who are being um, chosen, rechosen. Um, there's definitely some elected officials that need to not hold office anymore. So, you know, it's not just about bringing new people in. It's also about getting some of the old people out. And so it's really, really important to be voting in your local elections and to know when those local elections are as well. So that's something if you aren't familiar with your election dates to research, find out when they are. They don't always coincide with your state and your national elections. There's also special elections if somebody has to step down or something happens and they have to replace somebody. Um, And your local elections, this can be anything from your local school board. This can be your sheriff, your judge, your city council. And these people are important. You know, your sheriff, these are the people who are enforcing laws. The judges are the people who are helping put laws into place. Um, Your school board, they're they're helping raise your children. They're making decisions about how your children are, are growing up and the things that they're being taught. So your city council are people who are deciding where you know where road repairs are and infrastructure and local taxes so these are so so important and shouldn't be ignored um so voting is number one thing to do when it comes to local elections and then if you're able to be able to donate time and or money to local Mm -hmm. campaigns as well when you've researched candidates you know who you support help them get elected so Those are my action tips. Amazing. Cool. Well, thank you. Those three, like like she said, I hope you wrote them down. Um, Great start. And as she was talking about, Kelly has some amazing resources, which will be probably linked below this video. Um, So you can check that out and definitely, you know, go find out more because she has so many amazing resources. So you, you definitely don't have to do any of this alone. Um, so thank you so much for joining us and sharing your knowledge. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the cameo from Charlie the dog. Wasn't expecting oh. him to get out. Bonus. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And that's a wrap. I'll be back next Wednesday with an episode on essential oils, how to use them properly, and if they're even very good for the planet. If you find value in the Hippie Haven podcast, please share it with someone you know who'd be interested. You can leave a review on iTunes or whichever podcast app you're using, and also consider buying me a virtual cup of coffee to keep me going. Each podcast episode takes around six hours to create, and episodes cost about $50 each out of my own pocket. 
These costs include file hosting, editing, transcription for people who need or prefer visual content, and my own time of researching, drafting, recording, proofing, and promoting. Visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash Cali, that's C-A-L-L-E-E, to support the work I'm doing with a $4 cup of coffee. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart for spending this time with me, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.